All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Episode 200 of Front Porch Swingers. Not sure we thought we'd ever make it here. Honestly, this is crazy. We're really excited to share a very unique story with you guys today. That's a little bit of a throwback to something that we tried to do previously. Before we get to that, though, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Longtime listeners of our show know that we are big fans of Cassidy and we use it to meet a lot of our friends. Lately, we've been using it to find events across the country, things that we might want to check out either this year or in coming years. It's just a great lifestyle resource and a great way to plan your fun in the lifestyle. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month. If you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, you can try all of the features of Cassidy free for 30 days. Again, frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner to join one of the largest and fastest growing lifestyle communities out there so 200 that's crazy yeah i didn't really i didn't even realize it until you mentioned it just the other day because i mean i you know i don't keep track of the number of episodes but yeah i'm pretty surprised frankly that we are here and we've never missed a week ever that's what i am most impressed by (laughs) there have been weeks where we were sick where we were traveling and we still fucking put out an episode i'm very proud of us for that yeah it's uh not easy it's a lot of fucking fun which is why we do it but it's uh certainly a challenge sometimes we have done episodes in some strange places yeah i would say it's fun about 98 percent of the time and two percent of the time it is a giant fucking headache but well worth it for the 98 percent i i feel very fortunate to be where we're at. For sure. For I mean, sure. we also we just did a sex on your terms episode specifically for our Patreon members where we were talking about just the difference between episode 100 and 200. Holy hell, our lives have completely changed in literally every way except each other. Oh, every imaginable way. Oh, yeah. also, let's not forget this is episode 200 of the podcast, but we also have how many episodes of the bonus episodes for Patreon? Oh, so many. I don't even know how many so there many. are of those. And then Sex on Your Terms, of course. So, yeah, it's a lot of recording. It's a lot of fun. We definitely get ourselves into situations where we have to do this in odd places and at odd times. But <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about something that I had, I fucked up back in Montana. A little bit. I mean, I you didn't really up. fuck it up because you found an amazing guy. Yeah. But you found him for a very specific purpose and he did not, that didn't happen. It didn't work out Well, that it way. did happen, but I <laughs> fucked it up because I was like, well, and listen, it lends itself to what we talk about all the time, being in a small town. And, you know, we talk to people all the time about swinging in small towns and what that's like. So when you find cool people, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to not involve this person again because it's an opportunity right yeah so let's had a great cock yeah so i basically how this thing unfolded was i found a guy because we were going to do a little surprise for you you were going to be blindfolded you're going to play with somebody you were not going to know who it was anyway 
I did. It worked out. It was great. You had a great time. Such a great time that I invited the guy back only, of course, without the blindfold. So you played with him like three or four times, I think. And of course, it ruined the experience of having that fantasy fulfilled. Yeah, because the whole point was I wanted to walk around the town and be like, oh, is it that guy? Or if someone smiled at me at the grocery store, smirked at me or something, I wanted to think in my head, ooh, could this be that person? That's always been just this, I don't know, fucking weird fantasy for me. Yeah. So that was the whole point of it. And it was completely ruined by the fact that you invited him back. Now, he had an amazing cock. He was super fucking cool. So I'm not necessarily necessarily complaining but i will say i've been talking about that and kind of giving you shit since it happened yeah it's only taken like two plus years i think to make it happen again uh so that's exactly what i did i'm excited to talk about it because it was a lot of fucking fun and what a great fucking guy what a catch yeah so we'll talk about that soon we've had a lot of fun going on besides that too that was last weekend and even during this week we've had a fucking blast we got to meet a very cool person yes that i am so excited is coming to pod bash huge shout out to her she's called unicorn girl ca on tiktok and on instagram and stuff and she is just a fucking delight and we got to sit and have drinks and dinner with her and just kind of flirt a little which was super fun yeah she's as sweet as it gets and she's obviously part of our telegram group we've been chatting with her for a long time it's always great to meet people that are in that group to get you know when we're face to face it's just so much fucking fun she's awesome yeah so we did that and also i got to see leo on the same day it was a jam-packed day let me tell you yeah you met i dropped you off you met him i went to meet her a little bit early just to make sure we could get a seat where we were all going to meet and then you came and joined us later and yeah it's we've had a lot going on i got to play with nicole yesterday yes and you came home smelling like her as usual and it drove me fucking crazy and it was so funny because she sent me a text message after you got home and was like thanks so much for letting me play with brian i had a blast with him and i of of course i love that too but i got a little gift i feel like when you come walking through the door and smell like you know nicole's delicious pussies yeah (laughs) yes i absolutely did smell just like her because i was all over her so yeah that was a lot of fun and my two single gal play partners are back in town now so i've got to figure that out working on that Lots happening. We have a lot going on. You're a busy man. You are very in demand right now. How does that feel for you? A little weird. Yeah, I know. You don't like the attention very much. No, not so much. It's funny because you had basically all three of the women that you play with texting you kind of at the same time at one point. Yeah. And you're like, this is fucking overwhelming. I'm like, well. (laughs) It was a bit much. Welcome to being a snack, you hot man. (laughs) Everyone wants you. It it does get a little overwhelming sometimes. Almost. (laughs) Well, and I'm literally just having this conversation. So... In our Telegram group, of course, you have the ladies of the lifestyle in your Telegram group, and we now have the men of the lifestyle in our Telegram group. And we were just having a conversation about, you know, different things, insecurities and faults and flaws and all that shit. And of course, I have a list of them, and I mentioned a lot of them in that Telegram group. But one of the guys also mentioned his inability a lot of times to identify when someone's interested in him. And I was like uh, raising my hand, you know, virtually like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all about that. I'm that motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows that it's like a running joke on our show it's terrible yeah i'm not good well like i actually just referenced a gal that we met the other night and had drinks with who was so fucking hot and so amazing and she basically was talking about at some point us playing and i'm like oh that's nice of you 
you know, that's real. And I never said a word to her about, oh, I'm really looking forward to that. Or it was just kind of went over my head. I'm like, oh, she's she's clearly being polite because yeah. we're both sitting there. And then people think you're aloof or a jerk because you don't respond when they say, hey, we should totally fuck. Yeah, that's not at all what I meant. Not at all. So if she's listening, that's not at all what I meant. But I'm just not good at catching that. You know, like when you, you know, I'm that lazy outfielder. If fucking thing lands directly in my glove. I might catch it, but I can't chase it. I don't have the ability. So, and I miss it a lot of times. I just don't, I don't see it, you know, yeah. or, or it makes me a little uncomfortable because I don't expect it. That's probably what it is. Yeah. I can understand that. I mean, I don't, I can't relate because I fucking love the attention. No shit. And I pick up on it from a fucking mile away. I'm really good at that. That's one of my very best skills in the lifestyle. Yeah. A capturing attention. Yeah. That's you. Well, I had this conversation with someone the other day because I made the comment of like, I really don't think I've ever been rejected in the lifestyle. And they're like, oh, that's because you're prettier. You're this, you're that. No, that's not what it is. I think I'm really good at picking up on cues. And if I can tell someone's interest, then I'll make a move and I'm, I'm just good at being able to tell when someone's into it and when someone's not I'm not going to go after someone I can tell they're not into it right well yeah you're you're terrible at determining whether someone is or isn't a lot of times though in normative life like in vanilla world you're terrible at that well because I assume that that's kind of off limits we've talked about this right. many times I lost the bet we talked about it last week yes and I cannot <laughs> wait to fulfill my bet but my point is yeah in normative life I can't tell the difference between someone just being polite and someone hitting on me. Well, I can't do it either. Matter of fact, I was talking in this group again about the smoking hot bartender that was flirting with me the other night when we were out that we'd never met before. And holy shit, was she hot. I didn't see it. You're like, you're an idiot. How did you not see that? <laughs> so yeah, I'm not not good at that. It's kind of charming. You're not that guy that's like, oh, she's totally into me. I never want opposite. to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. I never. Well, like one of the guys mentioned, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't see it or thinks he sees it. And it's like, oh, you're a fucking creeper. Like, no, that's not the thing at all. That's not what's happening. Yeah, you but know? you don't have to be a creeper. You can ask someone someone if they're interested without being a total fucking weirdo. Yeah, but I assume that that's just what everybody thinks regardless of how simple a, a mistake it can be. You know, I, I just feel like a weirdo. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> You're so neurotic. You're even more neurotic than me, I think. That's not a true I think at it all. is. I no, think so. I don't think so. <laughs> you're you're pretty out there. Yeah. So anyway, we've had an amazing time. We have a lot of fucking crazy shit coming up. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in, but I am eager to do so. We also threw the vault party this past week. Yes, we did. And that was fucking interesting and fun and hot. I was a slut. I was a slutty pants. I think the best thing about this particular vault party for me was a validation because we had guys attend this event, reach out and ask if they can attend part of our group. That come to the Hot Wife events. So these are single dudes that come to our Hot Wife events and play at said Hot Wife events. This is a buy party that we're throwing, right? The vault party is a buy party. Well, it's an all-inclusive, all-inclusive party. Yeah. But we've never had some of these guys asked to come to the event before. Right. And it was eye-opening because it's very clear to me now, particularly, that there are a lot more guys who are experiencing feelings of bisexuality are really not sure where their sexuality is and they're eager i guess to explore it and it was a great fucking group of guys and i thought wow this is amazing like i never would have expected half of those guys to come well i think it, you found two different things at the party and both of them were very positive in my opinion you had guys like you said that are wanting to step out there and finally explore then i also think you had completely straight men 
who just wanted to come and have fun. And I love that, too, because yeah. it's like they knew it was a bi party. I made it very clear right. to anyone that reached out. And I was surprised that they reached out. I said, just so you know, there's going to be some bi play. And if that's not your thing, that's what tonight is about. Right. So they're not going to hide away for your comfort. Right. And they were like, no, 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 that's totally fine. I love that, too. You can come and just enjoy a sexy atmosphere without being a bi guy. Well, yeah, it's just another level of acceptance, which is fucking great. And these are guys that, you know, we know obviously and, and it's a little bit more difficult for people to understand obviously what we're talking about but i was surprised by some of them yeah i was really surprised i did not expect it i thought wow how fucking cool is that yeah you know? i loved it i just thought it was a, a a showing that we're definitely moving in the right direction i don't know about nationwide or know. worldwide but here in vegas it seems like we're bridging some gaps and i'm really proud of that for sure i'm actually getting a lot more interaction from guys on like Cassidy, for example, who reach out, who are part of a couple talking about, we want to be invited to the bi party, the vault party. How do we get to do that? Which is interesting because like, it doesn't say they're bi on their profiles and stuff like that. So there's, there's definitely still some, I guess, shame in this for some folks or apprehension, but uh, yeah, it, well, a lot of what we're also seeing at the vault parties are people that this is like their first public showing yeah. of their bisexuality. In yeah. other words, maybe they've had a bi threesome with a dear friend in a very private setting. And that's been kind of their experience with exploring male bisexuality and actually coming to one of these events and being in front of a lot of people yes. is their first time being like, yeah, we're out publicly, maybe not to the world, but certainly to a group of people as something other than a straight man. Yeah, and it's, it's just wonderful to see. It's been so just, I don't know, energizing for me. And I'm validating. so excited to see the future of it. Well, it's validating because a lot of the guys that we saw at the event, as I said, they're also part of our hot wife group. They come to every party and a lot of the folks are crossed over. So the couples that come to our hot wife events also come to our buy events. So it's not like they're hiding from anybody. They are absolutely going to be recognized when they come to the hot wife events and they were just totally comfortable. And I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. I was thrilled about it. So yeah, that was a big highlight. I think for me of what's happened this past week, uh, it was awesome. I, I'm looking forward to the next one now. I also got to, uh, you know, suck two cocks and take two cocks that I really, really enjoy. So yes, you that definitely was did. Fabulous. Two of my favorite cocks because they are giant and attached to awesome men. <laughs> and it was so fucking hot. And I had a little bit of an audience. It wasn't overwhelming. No. It was kind of sexy. Had a couple of hot dudes sitting on a couch just kind of watching me play with these two fucking smoking hot dudes. Oh, my. One of whom was Nick. Just spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope uh, that's okay that I mentioned that I haven't asked his permission but he's usually pretty chill about it so yeah, i'm sure he'll be just fine <laughs> so yeah i mean i had a fucking blast you of course don't typically play in those environments no. but you kept nicole company for the evening which was nice of you i did she was not feeling great she was a little under the weather so she and i just kind of hung out and shot the shit all night long and we really hadn't had a chance to catch up with them because we've been so fucking busy so it was nice to just sit and talk with her and then of course she and i made plans to meet yesterday i played with her yesterday and it was as hot as it always is because she's fucking smoking hot so it, it was a lot of fun it was a great night overall i enjoyed it i'm looking forward to the next one and then prior to that which i thought was interesting of course this poor guy has made it to single guy tip of the week which we'll talk about <laughs> you had a i don't know let's call it lackluster experience the uh, first one in a long time it's not i would not call it oh, i don't even think lackluster is the right word it was disappointing yeah 
uh, to me, like, lackluster is like, ah, it just didn't quite click. This was a guy who was not fucking prepared for what he was walking into. That's literally what this was. For sure not. And, yeah, to your point, I think this is the first time it's happened in a long time because we're very good at vetting. I've become so good at understanding the questions that need to be asked to sniff out the guys who are ready for something like this and the guys who simply are not. And in this particular situation, I got excited to fulfill a fantasy of sorts, and I just kind of threw caution to the wind a little bit, and it did not result in a good experience. So to me, this proves that hot wifing is just like literally anything else. If you put in the effort, you're going to get something out of it. And if you don't, it's going to be a disaster. Well, yeah, but like a lot of things, eventually, you know, the wolf will get into the hen house no matter how hard you try to keep them out. No, but I do have to take some responsibility for Yeah, it. for sure. Well, listen, the other thing about this particular situation is that you had been communicating with this guy for a period of time. Well, okay, so he- I'm going to tell the story. So what happened was a while back, this guy reached out to me and asked if he could come to one of our events. Right. And I said, absolutely, you need to go fill out an application. But, you know, assuming your application looks great, we would love to have you there. He fills out the application. He buys a ticket. He's supposed to come to one of our events. He doesn't end up coming. He has some sort of a personal emergency, isn't able to make it. So then he reached out a couple days later and explained the situation and said, you know, I was really coming to hang out with you if you're ever interested. That was the end of our conversation for like two months. Right. And then I put up an ad because I wanted to do something specific. We stayed on the strip this past week to get some work done. I had a a shoot that I did with a friend, a really hot photo shoot and video shoot and all sorts of fun stuff. So we just got an inexpensive room on the strip for a night. And my whole idea was I was going to find a guy who was just... Just going to nonchalantly come and hit on me at whatever bar we happened to be sitting at that evening and make you think that this was a completely organic meeting. Gotcha. Okay, so that was the whole idea. And then, of course, I was going to tell you, like, no, I set this whole thing up. But I wanted it to be kind of that element of surprise for you that this attractive man was hitting on me at a bar. Well, I would not have been surprised by that. And I probably would have sniffed this out because you were terrible at keeping a secret. Let's face it. Well, you did sniff it out because I, I told you. But... Well, yeah, but, you know, it was just I didn't. I'm sure I would have seen this coming. I fucking ruined the whole thing. But anyway, I find this guy. He sends me a picture. I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Yeah. And through more talking, we find out it's the same guy that had wanted to come to one of our previous events okay so he seemed really nice there was not a lot of communication about things the only thing i really told him was the scenario that i had in mind and that i require condoms during play that was it that was pretty much all we discussed other than that i was gonna see where the chips fell i let him know neither of us have to move forward with anything if we're not feeling it let's just meet each other and see how it goes So right before we go to the bar, I tell you what's going on, because like you said, I can't fucking keep a secret to save my life. No, I was still excited by the whole thing. We go to this cute little Mexican restaurant slash tequila bar Mm -hmm. that's inside the hotel that we're staying in. And I tell him to come meet us there. We're sitting on this on bar seats that are kind of on the outside of the bar. So we're kind of half inside, half outside. It was a great spot. I loved it. And he comes and sits down and I introduce you guys. And I will say he was very quiet. Very quiet. Not super like charming, I wouldn't say, but he was very attractive. He seemed very respectful. There were no glaring red flags by any means. He was just quiet. No, he was shy for sure. And and listen, somewhat apprehensive. I mean, you have to expect him to be, but a little bit more so than I would have thought given the circumstances. I would have figured a guy who was signing on for this type of play 
was going to be a little bit more outgoing and, you know, effervescent and just a lot more engaging. He was a nice guy. I mean, very polite, super good looking and easy to talk well to. Well-dressed. He smelled yeah. great. All of those things were were firing on all cylinders. And honestly, I I just thought he was ridiculously hot. The moment he walked up, I was like, well, he's even more hot in person than he is in his pictures. Right. So I think that maybe clouded my judgment just a little bit, which I'm going to get to a point on that as well. But anyway, I decided to move forward with it. You actually left, left he and I alone. And when you left, it got even more awkward. It was just the communication wasn't there. I thought it would have got better thinking, oh, I must be in the way. Surely he's a little bit uncomfortable and I thought I, I was doing you a favor. Yeah, I just felt like I was eating up all of the conversation because every time I would stop talking, it would just be these awkward silences. So I just kept talking and talking and rambling. And then I felt super self-conscious about the fact that I was rambling. It just got awkward. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? He's here. I have a room right upstairs. We planned this whole thing out. I did. So why not the fuck go forward with it? <laughs> so I ask him if he wants to come up to the room. We go up to the room together. We are making out with each other. I slip into some lingerie. We kind of start playing. He's kind of touching my pussy. I'm touching his cock a little bit. I start sucking his cock. And this is the point when he decides to tell me, oh, I think I have a condom with me. Let me check my wallet. And I'm like, a condom? What do you mean a condom with you? Like in well, my you world. you think you have a condom. Yeah, you think you have a condom. And granted, this is a giant man. We always have condoms, but they're normal size condoms. They're average size condoms, right? Yeah, the norm. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not going to fit on a guy that's like 10 plus inches and six inches around. That's not a thing. Right. Not so, well, <laughs> not so comfortably. He's like, well, didn't you bring condoms? And I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to fit you. And he's like, okay. So he takes the condom out of his wallet, his one single condom that he brought, puts it on backwards the first time. So then he turns it the right side out, puts it on. And I'm like, okay, this will be interesting because now I feel like you've stretched it out and it's not going to fucking work. And it didn't. We had maybe five to seven minutes of penetrative sex before I was like, yeah, I'm kind of afraid your condom's going to like come right off inside of me. This isn't super safe. Right. So I had him pull out of me and he was like, well, let me try one of your condoms. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I go and get the condom. He puts it on. It looks like it is the life is being squeezed out of his fucking poor cock. Yeah, there's no way that. It's going to work. Dude. It's turning purple. It's tapering at the base. It keeps sliding up. I'm like, this isn't going to happen. No. And of course, he tries to salvage it with, well, we could just go back to oral. I'm like, nah, nah, that's not going to happen because now what's happened is you pissed me off. You weren't prepared. And you've created an awkward situation that didn't need to be created because you could have just brought more condoms, but you didn't. And I'm not going to reward that bad behavior. Well, that's just, a, yeah, first of all, you're fucked up, right? You're just done fucked up. If you're going to do this, you're going to play this way. You need to be prepared, especially single guys. We talk about this all the fucking time. You cannot expect to be invited back to a situation or at all in, in many cases if you're not going to take the necessary steps the first time this isn't one of those things where it's like oh you know a mistake was made uh-uh you told them straight up condoms are a must you only brought one or you thought you only brought one and then you put the onus of responsibility on on you basically to have other condoms now we always have them 
We just didn't have what you needed. Well, and, and to your point, you were like, maybe we should get some larger condoms because you play with a lot of men with large cocks. And for a second there, I was like, well, you're 100% right. I should do that. And then I thought, no, I'm not a fucking babysitter for these guys. Right. If I tell you ahead of time what my requirements are and you don't come prepared to fulfill those requirements, you don't get to have sex with me. I should not be holding your hand through this thing. No, that's the whole thing. We thought about it later. I was like, yeah, you know what? Now, nah, fuck that. You know, the condoms that we use are for us. I use them. They're mine, basically. And so, yeah, fuck that. Why Why do I need to do that? Be a fucking adult. Figure it out. Yeah. You know, you know what you need. Or, and if you don't, shame on you. You need to figure that the fuck out. And and come prepared and so that you're putting your best foot forward and you don't look like a fucking idiot and you don't ruin people's evenings. Now, fortunately for you and I, we're in a great fucking place. We always have fun. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just one of those anecdotal things like, come on, dude, bring more than one condom and make sure the fucking thing fits. And make sure you're putting it on correctly. Yeah, I mean, this was just a situation of like... It yeah, they was, only go on one way. It was a lot of blunders. It was a lack of personality. It was the only one condom thing. It was not putting the condom on correctly. It was the entitlement of thinking that I should still suck your cock, even though you can no longer provide me with what I want because you didn't come prepared. Yeah, it's death by a thousand cuts. It wasn't any one thing. It was all of it in totality. But really, the... The height of it is the condom thing. I mean, we have essentially one really hard fucking rule. That is it. Yeah. It is not fucking complicated. We don't make it complicated for anybody. I say this to people all the time. Hey, man, we are not here to make this difficult. We want this to happen. We want it to be a fun, successful evening for everyone. This is all you have to do. Yep. That's it. That's all you have to do. Imagine in vanilla world, if women like you... We're like, hey, guys, all you need to do to have a good time with me is bring a fucking condom, essentially. Can you can you handle that? Can yeah. you do that? I mean, that it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, and I mean, I, I do have to take responsibility in this because, like I said, I did not properly vet him, in my opinion. And also, I went forward with something when I knew it wasn't great because I wanted to have the experience. And I've done that. It's been a long time since long I've done time. that. I've been very, very good at not rushing into things and thinking about them more logically and not just thinking with my pussy. This was a situation where I wanted the fun and I had been planning this for a couple of days and I was all hyped up. And so I ignored the red flags and I allowed things to move forward. And what did it result in? Me being fucking frustrated and basically throwing a guy out of the hotel room. Now, I did it nicely. I wasn't a total fucking bitch about it. But I was basically like, yeah, this ride has come to an end. You must exit the ride now. Well, and this was all honestly on the heel of the evening that we're going to talk about today because it was hot. It was not last minute. I was talking to people for a number of days and it took me a while to narrow it down to, to the guy we're going to talk about today. But it's like a potato chip. You and I have one. We want more. Yeah. So we had a really hot, steamy experience that was kind of off the cuff. It wasn't 100% planned out. I mean, normally we're 30 days out for planning stuff. This was pretty quick. And because it worked out so well, right? You're like, oh, fuck, we can do this again. I was inspired. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, we got to do something different. And yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is I've been talking to you about. I don't want to fall into a rut. I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. I want to make memories. Yeah. And this was a memory, just not a great one. So I need to keep that in mind. There's two types of memories. Well, it's also a learning experience, right? We know this already. Instinctively, we know that 
you shouldn't have gone forward with this or you did because you had much more interaction with them than I did. But like you said, sometimes you know, the pussy does the thinking yeah. and you know, that's what happens. So we just got to be a little bit sharper about it. You know, that's really what it boils down to. But at the same time, single guys, single guy tip of the week, pretty fucking simple. Show up when you're supposed to show up. And you bring what you're supposed to fucking bring. Also, for those of you who reach out and are like shitty with us about single guy tip of the week and oh, we're too hard on these guys. Just so you guys know the follow up to this. I reached out to the guy the next day, provided him with what I consider very constructive and respectful feedback. He was actually very open to it. He was like, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You gave me something to think about. I obviously need to be more thoughtful going forward. He did ask if he and I could have a round two. I don't think that's going to happen. I would be very surprised at this point. Yeah, it's a personality thing. He's just a little, you know, yeah, he's it's introverted. it's just a personality thing. It's everything. It's the whole package. I'm just not interested. Yeah. And that's totally okay. Well, the people that are always, you know, we get some guys particularly like, oh, you're just too hard on the single guys. Hey, I am equally as hard on couples. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is. If your behavior is bad or otherwise unjust in a situation, I'm, I'm absolutely going to call you out on it. No doubt about it. But the truth is we in interact with a lot of single guys for obvious reasons. So we do have a lot of contact with them. And when something stupid happens, listen, it's on him. It's not on us. Yeah. You know, that's just the fucking way it is. So single guy tip of the week, bring your fucking condoms and be prepared. Yeah. So I want to get to the story today because it is so fucking hot. It really was. I am still thinking about it. I am still masturbating about it. It was fucking amazing. And there's kind of a little kicker to this whole thing, which we're going to explain at the very, very end. So make sure you stick around for that. But before that, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Dipsy. What is your summer fantasy? Is it a whirlwind romance in Italy, getting wet dancing in a warm rainstorm, or maybe an unexpected summer fling? No matter how you want to get steamy this summer, Dipsy has a sexy story for you to indulge in all of your fantasies. Dipsy is an amazing app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women and for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter what you're into or who turns you on or what turns you on. For example, I absolutely love their kink stories. I listen to them all the time, especially after a really long work day. It's a really nice way to just de-stress, come down from everything, and get in touch with my erotic side. If you guys want to try Dipsy for free, they're offering listeners of our show 30 days of all access absolutely free. If you go to dipsystories.com FPS, you're going to get 30 days of the full access for free. Again, that's dipsy d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash f-p-s dipsy stories.com slash f-p-s This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. I can tell you guys from personal experience that premature ejaculation can really ruin a night of fun. You're really into someone, you're kissing, you're touching, you're doing all sorts of stuff, and you're just a few minutes into play and the play comes to an end. And Thankfully, our friends at Promescent have a way that that 
sexy time can be extended even if you have premature ejaculation. It's called their delay spray. And literally all you do is spray a few sprays on, wait a couple of minutes, and then have your fun. It has amazing absorption technology, so it's not going to get picked up by your partner and make them all numb, which eliminates the entire point. It's a fantastic product with amazing technology, and we would love for you guys to check it out for yourself, especially before you go to your next big lifestyle event. If you go to promescent.com today, you can check out their full line of bedroom wellness products, including the delay spray and their new delay wipes. Again, that's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. So we have two big out-of-state events coming up that we are so excited for. Yes, we have Denver, the Hot Wives of Denver event on the 23rd of this month, July. Next month, Hot Wives of Portland. Could not be more excited about it. You and I have not been there together yet. It will be held at Club Provada. So fucking excited to be there. We cannot wait. That will be August 25th. Yes, and you can find all of the information on those events as well as our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas events by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com. Don't wait on some of these events because some of them will sell out, our Denver event for sure. So make sure you're getting your tickets. We would love to see you there. I think you guys have probably guessed from this point what we did. Basically, Brian found someone to blindfold for me to have sex with because I've had this fantasy for a long time. I just think blindfolding in general is very attractive and sexy. Like I've had a lot of experiences in the BDSM world where I'm blindfolded and it's significantly better because I'm blindfolded. And so I think that kind of spurred the initial fantasy of me being with someone blindfolded and having no idea who they were. Right. Well, being blindfolded heightens all the other senses, right? So For sure it does. Yeah, but for me, it's also just like the mystery of it. For sure. Not knowing where I'm going to be touched next or where sensation's going to be happening next. And also, you are kind of forced to be submissive in that situation because you don't have one of your senses. Yeah, you're in definitely a compromised situation, no doubt about it. Not being able to see, you know, it changes. Well, and this was interesting because the whole idea of being with a stranger blindfolded is like it's extra vulnerable because being with a stranger is really vulnerable and being blindfolded is really vulnerable. So put them together and it's like, holy fuck, you are really in a position where you don't have a lot of power and you have to trust that in this situation you put the right things in place for me to be safe and to have a great time. Yeah, for sure. And this was also an opportunity for me, for us to once again be present on some level. So I was, I stayed obviously in our place while this was happening and we don't do that often. And the previous time was with you and Leo not too long ago. We haven't talked about it yet, but I was also present during a play session you had with Leo. So we've been doing it a little bit more often, but this isn't the norm for us. And it's always exciting when I'm able to be there, particularly just listening like I was this time. So I told you probably two or three months ago that I wanted to recreate the blindfold experience. And Legitimately again, recreate it. It's a little bit, it, the experience is kind of lost in a city like Las Vegas because it's big, right? In my city that we came from in Montana, right. it was so small that the possibility of me running into the person that I had fucked, at least there was the possibility of it here, you know, it's not exactly the same thing, but I still thought it would be sexy. Well, I'm going to tell you, 
you you are probably going to run into this person and you are never going to know. Well, we're going to talk about that. So yeah. we'll there's there's that. a chance you're going to you're going to run into him and you're never going to know. He and I are on the same page. He's never going to tell you and I'm never going to tell you. <laughs> okay, that's exciting. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. You guys should see Brian's face right now. It's lit up like fucking Christmas. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you're going to know and like I said, very high likelihood that you will be in his presence. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we'll get to that. But first, I want to talk about how you found this guy. Because you apparently, according to you, fucking knocked it out of the park with him. I I mean, I got to experience the cock and the voice, which is awesome. But you said he's even better than just that. Yeah, yeah. This is a (laughs) solid fucking guy. Like anything else, whether it's the gangbang or you're trying to just meet a guy like we did on the strip or you did on the strip the other day. This is a process. It takes a while, particularly if you want it to be successful. So I started reaching out and, and kind of posting ideas two weeks before this happened. And when I tell you I got no less, no bullshit, no less than 65, 70 responses, that's probably a fair estimate. And of those 65 or 70, five of them made sense. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I had to sift through all that bullshit. Now, some of them made it easy. They didn't follow the very simple instructions that I set forward. So I got a cockpit and I just delete those. We don't even need to go any further. You know, the whole idea of this is for you to be able to follow fucking instructions because particularly in this kind of scenario, instructions are important. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It has you to be have some, to... someone that you think has good judgment. And clearly, if you're immediately throwing out cockpits, you don't. Well, yeah, because ultimately the guy is really responsible for everything happening for the most part. The, the safety, the comfort, because again, you can't see shit. So he's got to be a guy who's has the acumen to understand that and not act even on just it. those two things, the positions Everything. even, which we'll get into. But yeah, I mean, this person was literally responsible for orchestrating a play session, exactly, basically. which yeah. is how I laid it out to to some degree. So I finally whittled it down to three guys that I thought were solid. One of them flaked out on me pretty quickly after determining he was okay, and he was the one guy I was not a hundred percent on. He would have been like. A backup, probably plan C, if I had to put it into perspective. But the gentleman that I did ask to join us, who ultimately did, everything the guy was saying and doing was 100%. And I'm always a little skeptical of that, too. So I always (laughs) want to make sure I've got another plan B, C, D, you know, that kind of thing. So here I am looking for the optimum person. He's literally communicating with me very well. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, something's up. This is too fucking easy. You know? <laughs> so anyway, I, I chose him. He was kind enough to understand what it is that we were trying to do or what I was trying to do. Very into the idea. And I guess one of the main reasons I chose this guy, if I'm being honest, he does not have a lot of experience. He is a lifestyle guy who's had some, but not a lot. He has a very unique job, which keeps him from being able to go out and you know, do a lot of things at night, basically. So like he said, he's like clubs and stuff like that. Not easy for me. He's a single guy, has been for a long time, but was in a relationship that involves some lifestyle activity. So he understood where I was coming from in terms of wanting him to take care of my partner, right? Right. And he was saying all the right things. Also, though, he's really fucking good looking. Now, ordinarily, when you say to some of these guys, you're going to be blindfolded, instantly they think, well, fuck, it doesn't matter what I look like, (laughs) right? It doesn't make a difference. No one's going to, she's not going to see me. 
I'm going to see you. <laughs> right. And if I don't think that you're going to be attracted to them, this is a waste of fucking time. Well, I appreciate that. You Thank know? you for not just throwing someone in there that you know I would have zero interest in. No, listen, that doesn't make any sense. And that's what I think a lot of people, especially those not in the lifestyle, don't understand about the hot wife space or even those that do understand the hot wife space to some degree. If it isn't a home run for both of us, it doesn't fucking work. So if I'm not turned on at the prospect of you fucking somebody, there's no reason to go forward with it. Yeah, well, why it, the fuck are we doing it? Yeah, it ain't, it's not going to fucking matter. It's just exercise. We could be cuddling on the couch watching shitty TV instead fuck, or fucking yeah. each other, one of the two. Yeah, so I don't. we don't need to go through this process. So if I'm not genuinely excited at the prospect of you fucking this guy... You know, because I'm thinking to myself the whole time, well, listen, if the blindfold falls off, she needs to, I need her to be attracted to the guy. <laughs> Is so, that what you were thinking? Well, of course, because it's very possible, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, you got to play out all the possible scenarios, and one of them instantly is, well, if the blindfold comes off, she's fucking this dude. I got to make sure she's attracted to him and she's going to be happy about it. So that was one of the first things, of course, that I looked for. And then his personality, his demeanor, he was just really spot on and was okay with all of the kind of rules that I set forward. And and he was inquisitive. He asked, is this okay? Is that okay? What can I do? What can I do? What should I do? Which was really more important. Oh, I like that. Yeah, super fucking solid dude. So that's who I chose. And he sure sounds enough, very cerebral. Very much so. Yeah, mm. he's a sharp guy. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's a he's a dad. He was married before. He's you know he's solid. He's a solid fucking guy. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so the first time you told me about this was actually on a Friday. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember exactly what was going on in our lives that day. All I remember is you told me about it and I was like, I don't want to fucking do that. Like the idea of me fucking someone tonight, I just can't. We had a long day is what we had. I was exhausted. Yeah. I literally could not. Oh, that was the day that we did the UFC convention and the women's march. Yes. So I had been out in the heat uh-huh. marching. Eight I was hours. sweaty. I was ravenously hungry. And you're like, so what do you think about getting fucked tonight with the blindfold on? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, That's for not you, a thing. <laughs> for you to turn that down... You you know you were tired. And and that was really poor planning on my part. I wasn't thinking about how much time we were going to spend outside and running around, which we did a lot of. The you know, the march was from the Bellagio to the to Treasure Island, all the way to the Cosmo, back to the Bellagio. Plus we had been out all day. It was a long fucking day. And so by the time the night was over, you were pretty much over it. Yeah. So I very quickly reached out to him and was like, hey man, I'm sorry this isn't going to happen tonight. We absolutely are going to put this together. Uh, let's figure out another day that works. And again, to his credit, oh, hey, no problem. I understand. Shit happens. Let me know what works for you guys. I'll try to figure it out. And that was it. That's where we left it until I reached out to him again. Well, wasn't it the next night or was it two nights later? Two nights later. And sure enough, he was like, yeah, I happen to be free. Is it you know still the same kind of plan? I said, absolutely. So I had him come a little bit early just so I could chat with him and well, just, re- just go over some of those things. But it was awesome. Let's also say this. One of the things that really turns me on about the whole blindfold fantasy is I have a hot fucking blindfold. It is brown leather distressed. Yes. It is a legit handmade blindfold. And it has this beautiful material on the inside that feels good on on your face and I just feel sexy having it on 
period, let alone having it on for the purposes of what I was going to have it on for. So I am searching everywhere for this fucking mask and I can't find it. (laughs) So you end up tying just a necktie around my eyes so that I can't see that way. It was a little bit of a bummer that, you know, not the most pleasant thing out of the experience, but whatever. Well, that's that's... just to me, that was a big deal. And I fucked up because that was part of the whole fantasy. Well, and then, of course, we realized after we couldn't find it where we'd left it and we brought it to a party to a friend's house yeah. and i think we left it there yeah i think so, so too we'll have to figure that out anyway the tie worked just fine but that really lends itself to what i was concerned about initially was well what if the thing comes off because it could easily have come off <laughs> yeah you know i didn't i didn't tie it super tight because i don't want to cut the circulation off to your fucking face and i just tied it tight enough that i didn't think it was just going to fall off so fortunately it didn't it worked out well well the other thing that i did is i put music on so yes. the it was a lot of sensation that i was pr- kind of preparing myself for like i wanted to have nice music going i'd really lotion lotion myself up i had put on really kind of silky lingerie because i just wanted all of those aesthetics to be in place since i wasn't going to be able to see this person i wanted to have the other senses taken care of basically well and also the lingerie you put on was much easier access because to have to take things off and unzip and unbutton blindfolded is a pain in the ass yeah so i hear him knock on the door and immediately my heart starts pumping and so i'm sitting on the bed in my lingerie with the necktie around my eyes and my heart is just racing i can and it was so weird how that was a thing because i think any other circumstance if you were bringing a guy over to have sex with me i would not have been so anxious about it well let me also say this about this particular guy talk about staying in touch with me he let me know i knew exactly where he lived i have his address i have all that He let me know when he left his house. He let me know how far away he was when he was about 15 minutes out. Let me know that he was just outside. Let me know he was coming up the stairs. He let me know everything. Literally, when he knocked on the door, I got a text, I'm outside. I love that. Stayed in fucking touch. So I was all the way in the kitchen when the door, when he was knocking on the door, I ran out to get the door. He comes in, offer him some water. We sit down in the living room. You're in the bedroom. You already are prepared. You have the blindfold on, all that good stuff, which was great because as he let me know where he was, I was able to get you ready. Yeah. It was perfect. So we're sitting down just bullshitting, and I'm really enjoying his conversation. He's an easygoing guy. He was excited. What I will say is the second I heard his voice, I was like, oh, that's a fucking sexy voice. And again, probably not something I would have paid that much attention to if it hadn't been for the blindfold. People say that all the time, like, oh, we have, you know. They say we have nice voices or they'll talk about, oh, yeah, such a deep, nice voice. I don't necessarily pay attention to those things that often, the way someone's voice sounds, unless it's a situation like this. And then immediately I was listening so intently and I heard his voice and it was just kind of this perfect tone. It was deeper, but not too deep. It was sexy. Yeah, you take the visibility piece out of it and then you're, of course, concentrating on all of the other aspects of what's going on. And yeah, he's, like I said, great guy. We had a great conversation and he was earnestly excited to not only be a part of this, but to pull it off. He wanted this to work because I had told him, we fucked this up once before. I totally (laughs) fucked this up. I said, so I want you to understand you may very well be a guy that we invite back, but you're, she's always going to have a blindfold on. (laughs) You're not, she's not going to see your face. Interesting. Yeah. So, it was interesting because he was totally okay with it and excited to like make it happen, which it's rare. I know? love that. Yeah, it was very fucking cool. So after, you know, 
five, eight minutes of us chatting and just kind of reiterating some of what wanted I wanted to happen, he, of course, is saying to me, okay, so I have my condoms. Here they are. Showed me his test results. That was the other big thing. Oh, I love He that. opened up when we started communicating with, I have my test results and I can prove it. And he did, which is, you know, again, just another level, just the next step. And not trying to use the test results as a way to get out of condoms. Because not at all. How many fucking guys do that? No, not at all. So he, many. So he had the fact him. that he want he knew that he had to do both. That's yes. great. He had him. He showed me everything. He had everything that I expected him to have because he told me he was going to. It was perfect. So after a few minutes, like I said, I said, "Hey, she's all the way down that hallway. Go past there. Go past here, and you know there she is. And she's on the bed. She's ready. She's blindfolded. You don't have to do anything. Just have a good time and enjoy yourself and uh, and all the things that we talked about. And that was it. So I sat outside in the living room and listened to what was happening. I was watching some TV. I had it on low because I wanted to make sure you were okay, obviously, but I could hear everything, even over the music and the television. <laughs> so I get this knock at the door and I'm like, come in. So he comes in and he immediately was so friendly and chill about the whole thing. He's like, hey, how's it going? Like we were just sitting down for a beer at a bar, not me blindfolded meeting a stranger, which I loved. So he shuts the door behind him. And of course, I have to make everything fucking awkward, yes. right? Every fucking time. It is, I don't know what is wrong with me. <laughs> just so fucking weird so i'm like is this weird for you <laughs> no like, just, i do this all the time he was like well i mean it's out of the ordinary but i think it's awesome and i was like okay i was really concerned this was going to be weird and he's like no this is gonna be fun like totally putting me at ease right. here's this guy coming into our home i'm blindfolded he's meeting you for the first time and he's way more chill than i am yeah he that's that was the whole thing he was so relaxed about the entire process he wasn't all worked up he didn't ask any kinds of crazy questions or you know he wasn't jittery he, he just wasn't nervous at all he was very calm which i thought was fucking great it was wonderful but it does lend itself to what he does for a living it explains a lot his his calm demeanor and his you know the ease with which he gets into situations it made a lot of sense after you and i talked about it so he immediately pays me a couple of compliments, tells me I'm looking pretty, those types of things. I reach out my hand to shake his hand. I'm like, I don't know where your hand is, but is it appropriate for us to shake hands? He's like, I guess so. So we shake hands. <laughs> And then he kind of sits down on the bed next to me and he's like, do you mind if I kiss you? And I said, absolutely not. So he starts making out with me. And again, I can't see where anything is happening. I can't see where his hands are. I don't really know the position. I can kind of feel his weight on the bed, but I don't fully understand where he's at because I can't see anything. Right. And so that was really interesting because it kind of kept me guessing. And I remember very distinctly, he's kissing me and he, then he starts running one of his hands up my arms and onto my shoulder. And it was a different sensation because I didn't feel it coming. It kind of caught me off guard. Right. And I loved that. It almost it, I mean it gave me goosebumps I just thought it was sensual and erotic and it, it's so true when you are missing one of your senses everything else is so heightened and that was especially true with the touch during this session so he's like running his hand up my shoulder he's kind of like running it across my clavicle bones a little bit onto my tits but nothing like overly raunchy at this point <laughs> it was still pretty tame right. PG-13 for sure and I pretty quickly said to him something along the lines of, 
I'm really excited to do this. I'm really excited to see and feel your cock. And he was like, well, should I get it out? And I was like, absolutely. So again, he stands up off the bed and I can hear him getting undressed. I can hear him kind of fumbling with things. And I hear him take condoms out of a pocket and set them down. I could hear all of those things. So it was so interesting how even without seeing anything, I was kind of put at ease by all of those actions. I don't know if that was intentional on his part that he because it kind of seemed like he was making the noise and making it obvious that he was like pulling condoms out and setting them down and all of those things. Again, maybe that was just me in my head thinking that and that wasn't a subconscious thing on his part. But I really, really liked that. And so anyway, he gets naked, gets back on the bed with me and he kind of guides my hand to his cock. And again, I can't see anything, but I know my way around a cock at this point. I'm pretty comfortable and pretty aware of, of what cocks look like and feel like and which ones are big and which ones aren't and all of those different types of things. This guy has a great fucking cock. I can tell you just from feeling it. Well, and I'll tell you, spots. <laughs> he never sent me a picture and I didn't ask. Well, it was it was a lovely cock. It was kind of a perfect size. It wasn't gigantic, but it was definitely above average and anyway i'm just kind of stroking on him and then i'm like can i suck it and he says yes and i hear him kind of lay back on the bed and so i kind of prop myself up on all fours i keep one hand on my cock so i'm not awkwardly trying to find it with my mouth and looking like an idiot you know what i'm talking about like when you close your eyes and you're trying to like find the straw in your drink and you miss like six times yes i didn't want that to be the case so at least i had the wherewithal to grab the cock and keep hold of it well at least it would have been understood because you were blind (laughs) Yeah, but still not the sexiest move. I was impressed with myself for thinking ahead. Nice. So (laughs) I lowered my mouth down onto his cock and I started sucking it. The other thing I'll say is I don't know if he moisturized his cock or what, or if it was just because I was blindfolded again and therefore could kind of sense that his cock was really soft, but it was not soft as in not erect, but just like he had moisturized his cock. And I was like, oh, that's sexy. Did you put some fucking like shea butter on that shit? I don't know what it was, but it smelled good then. It didn't smell like anything in general. I mean, he had a good. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't smell like anything. He just smelled. I mean, it was he just smelled like a person. Okay. Which was nice too. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I fucking hate cologne. Yeah. That I'm was my concern. I'm not a fan of cologne. I like exactly like two colognes. Yeah. So if you're not wearing one of those two, especially if I'm blindfolded, that's all I'm going to smell. I'm going to sit there and sniff it. Well, especially it if you're and, bathing in it. Yeah, for sure. So no, he smelled great. So I'm sucking his cock and I kind of start rubbing my hands around his body. Again, kind of trying to suss out what he looks like since I can't see him. So I'm kind of touching on his legs and I'm, then I'm kind of touching on his abs a little bit and then I kind of rub my hand up to his arm. I have no fucking idea what this guy looks like. Just He's for a the good record. looking dude. I was really trying to figure it out with my hands. I am not experienced enough with that unless it's a cock apparently because yes. I bet I could pick that cock out of a lineup now. You probably can. But not so much the rest of him. So anyway, I'm sucking his cock. He starts making noises. He starts giving me some verbal cues like, oh, that's good. I like that there. Again, very sexy voice saying all these things to me. Motivates the hell out of me. So I'm just really trying to show him all of my oral skills and techniques. I'm licking the tip. I kind of am using one hand to rub up and down the shaft. I'm touching on his balls just a tiny bit. And then he kind of starts almost bucking his hips up into my mouth, which was very hot. I like that confident motion and someone that knows like, hey, I want to go a little bit deeper and a little bit faster and I'm going to manipulate the situation, especially since I couldn't see. Right. So I loved that. And that went on for quite a while. And then he said he wanted to return the favor. And this is the hottest part of this whole experience because... 
the last time that I was blindfolded, I don't remember it being like this, but I feel like there is something freeing about receiving oral and not being able to see the person. Because a lot of times I feel some sort of a an obligation to look down at the person, to make eye contact, to like prop myself up and watch what they're doing. I just feel like it's rude sometimes if I just lay back and allow myself to just get lost in it. And so it does kind of take me out of it. I would say the vast majority of my oral sessions with anyone but you are, I don't want to say they're forced because that's not true. I force the situation. It's not as if anyone's making me like, hey, sit up and watch what I'm doing. You could enjoy it a lot more if you just relax. Yeah, it's not as relaxing. And I've always said I like oral, but I don't love oral. And that's part of the reason for it. And with this particular situation, I felt no obligation to pay him any attention because I couldn't make eye contact with him anyway. No, you couldn't see shit. So I'm laying back on the bed and he gets down like... We have our beds on a platform. We made a platform for it. And so he's off of the platform on the ground, which was kind of perfect based on his height and the height of our bed. His mouth was like hitting exactly where it needed to. And he's able to kind of like rub up on my ass. He's kind of rubbing on my legs. And then he starts going down on me. And again, I am just laying back. I'm closing my eyes. I am not paying attention to anything but how it feels and it was a magical fucking experience he is so good with his mouth he knew exactly what he was doing he kind of teased me before which i really like because i think when guys go straight to the clit it's like they are so task oriented and they just want to get you off as quickly as possible and it's not an experience and this guy understood that oral can be an experience so he's kind of licking around my lips a little bit he's kind of feeling on my thighs a little bit he's nibbling a little bit on the lips and then he starts kind of getting closer and closer to my clit. Then he starts using a couple of fingers and kind of playing with my hole just a little bit while he's sucking on my clit. And again, I just got lost in it. I mean, it was for a while there, I was feeling everything and I was thinking about everything. Okay, he's touching here. He's licking here. He's nibbling here. He's doing this. But after a while, I just laid back and allowed my mind to just shut the fuck off. Well, that's the fun part for me because I can, you know, sitting several rooms away, I could still hear you and I knew exactly what was going on. And that's the biggest part when I tell people, like, I'm able to really enjoy just listening as opposed to being there and having to see it. That's the that's the excitement for me. Like, I knew instinctively he was going down on you. I know how you sound. So I get, I get a chance to kind of have that picture in my mind. Well, it was wonderful. It was so erotic. And again, I'm just laying back and I'm just focusing on my clit and the blood flowing to it. And it felt so fucking good. Literally, when I came... It felt like a shockwave through my body. And I get that with penetrative sex quite often when it's good penetrative sex. I rarely get that with oral. And I'm not joking. It felt like an electric shock through my body when I came. It was fucking intense. And I felt my hips kind of come off the bed. He was kind of holding me in place while he's continuing to lick me. And then I also loved he kind of let go of me for a second. And he's like, do you want me to keep going? And I was like, yes, which sometimes I don't like, but I wanted to power through the sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. My click, it's so sensitive, especially like right after I come. But I was like, I want more. So we continued that. He made me come probably three or four times from oral. And again, I would say in most situations, I think of oral as the 
just okay appetizer before you get to the main course, right? right? Like obligatory a lot of times. Yeah, like oh, someone else at the table ordered it. I guess I'll have a couple bites of it. That whole thing. Right. That's not what this was. This was true enjoyment. I loved every second of it. I wasn't clamoring for him to fuck me because I was just in the moment. And right. that was that was kind of an eye opener for me, honestly, because it taught me that I need to do that way more often, even without a blindfold on. Yeah, just relaxing and enjoy the moment. I am one of those guys, I know there's a lot of us out there, and then some of us not so much, that truly enjoy providing oral for our partner. And it really is exceptionally exciting to me when it's working and it's well, uh, I would think so you know pleasurable and, and when they're you know, laying they're not doing much like a fucking zombie or a mummy or something that's not super hot yeah and you got you know obviously something's wrong with potentially what you're doing as well so I feel for me it it just intensifies the the entire experience for me when I'm able to provide that kind of pleasure it's awesome so good for him so then he was actually the one that was like, I would really like to fuck you if you're open to that. And I was like, fuck, yes, I am. But again, I'm blindfolded. So I, he, I have to rely on him to decide on the positions right. or to tell me where to go, because even if I were to flip over and try to position myself on the bed, I mean, it's a king size bed, so I have room to play. But still, you know, I'm awkward. I could easily fall off. So I really had to kind of trust his judgment in all of this, which was also kind of sexy because, again, he's a stranger and I'm kind of just putting a lot of trust in him because I have to. And that was hot. I really liked that. <laughs> yeah, well, that was just the biggest part of me choosing the right person for this because, like I explained to him multiple times, a lot of this kind of interaction is going to be on you being him because you're going to be in the driver's seat very literally. She's not going to be able to see anything, so you're going to kind of have to dictate how this goes with her, obviously, consent, but you're in charge, essentially. So he asks me if I would like to be on my back first. And I said, sure. And he grabs a condom and he puts it on and he enters me. And it was fucking delightful. I was pretty sure from sucking his cock that he was going to stretch me quite nicely. And he certainly fucking did. And he starts fucking me. And it gets pretty intense pretty quickly because I think the oral was so intense and even though there's not necessarily a connection there because I've never seen him, it still felt very kind of, I don't know, it felt kind of intimate for yeah. some reason. Well, it is intimate. You can't see shit and you have basically relinquished all of the power to someone that you can't see, don't know, have never met before. It, yeah, I mean, it was. It was incredibly intimate. He's on top of me at one point, and we're dirty talking with each other, and it kind of clicks in my brain. Oh, yeah, this is a stranger, and I have no fucking idea what he it looks like, and yet I'm saying things like, yes, fuck me deeper. Yes, right fucking there. That feels so fucking good. I mean, and it's loud, and I'm being animated, and of course, I'm thinking of you sitting out there, and hopefully you're listening and paying attention. So that heightened everything. I, I came so many times. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> And then he asked if I wanted to flip over and I said, sure. And he kind of helped me. Like I got in position and then he kind of straightened me out so that he had a better angle on me. Well, of course. And he grabbed a pillow and put it under my hips, which is a pro fucking move. I've had several guys do that recently and I fucking love it. And so I'm, I'm kind of angled perfectly so that he can fuck me. He enters me from behind. I can tell how big he is mostly from when he fucks me from behind. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is our bed is really unique because it's basically two steps up. It's higher than the average bed and there's two platforms essentially. And so it's really a 
depending on your height, the person's height, it's a perfect height for fucking somebody from behind. It, it's ideal. Yeah, it was delightful. But as he's entering me, I kind of let out this wince and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a big dude. <laughs> Again, I can't see it. I can feel it. I know that's a big, nice cock. So he enters me and this is where he starts to get a little bit more aggressive with me, which I also liked. And I thought maybe you had told him that I liked a little bit more aggressive play. I did, yeah. Because he's kind of grabbing onto an ass cheek and then I was like, maybe you should spank me. And he's like, would you like that? And I was like, yes. So he spanks me a couple times. Could you hear the spanking? Absolutely. <laughs> I, well, I could hear not only the spanking, but I can hear the your bodies slapping up against each other. I mean, you, I'm able to hear it all, especially because I, I have an idea of what's going on, obviously, and I'm listening intently for it. So that's really, I think, the biggest thing. Like, I'm waiting to hear something, and then I'll hear it and go, oh, yeah, that's what's going on. (laughs) Well, I can imagine you were hearing all sorts of things when he was fucking me from behind because it was hair pulling. It was ass slapping. I was, at one point, I was grabbing onto my own tit and, like, just squeezing it as he is just fucking pounding me as hard as he can from behind, and we're saying dirty things to each other, and I'm telling him that cock feels so good, he should use that pussy, and it got fucking intense fast. And again, I mean, I keep thinking I'm able to enjoy it. I'm not overthinking, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, this is a stranger. This is a stranger. I have no fucking idea who this is. And it didn't take away from it at all. It made it so much hotter, which shows me that I'm kind of into this whole fucking stranger play thing. (laughs) Well, for sure. And that's kind of like what I said to him. I said, at some point we may revisit this and and you may be able to come on back and we can hang out and all that good stuff, but she's never going to know who you are. That was the, I did not want to fuck that up this time. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) So it went on for quite a while. I mean, it was just very hot and intense. Long time. And then he asked where I wanted him to come. And I told him I wanted him to come in my mouth. Yes. So he pulls out of me. He takes the condom off. He is, he comes around by my head and kind of grabs one of my hands and puts it on his cock so that I can feel and guide my mouth to his cock. And I start sucking it again. I am not even sucking it for maybe 20 seconds. And he's like, I'm going to come in that mouth. Are you going to swallow it all for me? And I was like, yes, I am. And he comes and lets out this groan, this sexy, manly fucking groan and just fucking dumps into my mouth. And it was amazing because, again, I'm thinking in my head and I knew that you had talked to him about like his STI status and all of that kind of shit ahead of time. So, again, I could just kind of allow myself to have a stranger come in my mouth and not be super worried about it. And it was very freeing and hot. Yeah. And it was a conversation he and I had about because he asked me where would you know, where does she is she going to want me to come or where and that kind of thing. I said, that's really going to be up to her. I said, there's a good chance that, you know, she wants you to come on her tits or in her mouth. I said, that's entirely a decision she'll make during play so whatever she tells you is you're good to go you know and he was very concerned to be he was inquisitive i don't know if concerned he must have had a little concern he wanted to make sure that i was on board with whatever was going to go on so he kept asking me questions like that and i explained to him that this is a hundred percent about her and i'm okay with whatever you want to do and so he was fine with it i love that so anyway he comes in my mouth i swallow it He tells me how awesome that whole thing was. And this is the best part of the whole thing because we sit on the bed for a second and I was like, that was really awesome. And he's like, it was awesome. And I was like, again, I have to fucking make it weird. Was that weird for you at all? He's like, no, it was fucking hot. I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) And he was so chill. I mean, afterwards, as he's getting dressed, he's kind of chatting with me a little bit. And I can just tell this is like a really friendly, kind person, very 
thoughtful. Like, he asked me how I felt afterwards. He asked me if he fucked me too hard. I was like, there's no such thing. Well, yeah, not anymore. Not, <laughs> rarely, anyway. I shouldn't say never. Yeah. But <laughs> And then he kind of gave me a hug, and he walked out the door. He shut the door behind him, and I can hear you guys out talking, and I start playing with my pussy in the bed again yeah. because I'm like, the second this guy walks out of this house i need brian to come in here and fucking reclaim me immediately because again all i'm thinking of is we rarely do this we rarely have you listen to me getting pounded so i was hoping you were super turned on by it i was turned on by the fact that you could hear it but you guys are out there talking for what feels like a fucking eternity it was literally less than five minutes oh my god i gave him some water he sat down and I'm like, come on, bros. We're yeah. not a fucking knitting club here. It was just, it was less than five minutes and <laughs> that was it. I, he left, I locked the door and I went right into, you still had the blindfold on. Yeah. You didn't even take the blindfold. I'm like, I can take this off of you. you I was literally need. laying on my back with the blindfold on, still playing with my pussy. And I was like, you need to come fuck me. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly what happened. And it is always so fucking intense, especially after I have been listening, not so much watching, but listening. It's always that much fucking hotter. Yeah. Well, listen, this was a great experience for a lot of reasons. First of all, you knocked it out of the park with the guy from my experience with him. It sounds like from your experience, too. But it was more than that. It was this reminder. It was kind of a wake up call for me. In fact, I talked to someone about it yesterday. I don't think I've been as present in sex as this in a very long time, aside from with you. Right. It's different with you, but with just even play partners, even people that I really like and know and trust, I don't think I have been this present and this willing to kind of let go. And I really need to fucking work on that because this was an explosive session for that reason. Yeah, no doubt about it. It, it, Especially when you're with someone new for the first time. I think you're far more engaged. I am. I'm I'm definitely I'm cued in on what's going on because the obviously the the thought in my mind is that potentially I'm going to see this person again. I want to know what makes this person tick. What are the cues? So I'm paying a lot more attention. Yes, but that's not what this was. This was a little bit of a separation for me because sure. I think when you can see the person, you can see their mannerisms, you can see the looks on their faces. I'm an incredibly analytical person, so I'm constantly thinking, okay, what does that look on their face mean? Okay, do I need to be making eye contact right now? Is it okay if I don't make eye contact right now? All of those things weren't a factor. Yeah, it just eliminates play session. And as a result of that, I just got to feel. I thought very little about this whole thing. I just got to feel. And I need to do a much better job of putting myself in that headspace in the future that's that was the biggest thing to come out of this for me for sure Uh, there's something to be said for that i think that you and i both just need to enjoy the moment more as i mentioned i was having this digital conversation with the guys on the telegram group this morning about some of the things that we're concerned about as lifestyle guys it's really being able to pleasure a person receive pleasure is a big deal and being able to be in the moment that's it's a very important component to this yeah so anyway i loved it and i thank you so much for setting this up for me and it was I think super that hot. awesome guy too listen he's so fucking cool i have his number he and i text each other we've been texting since this happened oh that's cool so yeah he's solid he's really a solid dude good well i'm glad so 
If you guys want to hear more behind the scenes, we are offering that as a bonus to our Patreon members, just like we do every week. We also have a brand new Sex on Your Terms that is out exclusively for our Patreon community. And of course, you can jump into our secret Telegram group, which is an amazing chat group with a ton of people from around the world talking about lifestyle topics and sharing and building friendships every single day. So if you want all of those bonuses, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you guys want to see the naughtier stuff including a threesome that i just put up with a very sexy couple that you guys have heard about on this show before you should head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers i have threesome videos up there now i have gangbang videos i have all sorts of shit i have been naughty and i'm sharing it there you also have a very sexy page at onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy and also Make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. If you guys plan to join us at Pod Bash, yes. make sure you head on over to podbashevent.com. You can see some of the special things we have planned for that weekend, as well as instructions on how to book your room and how to join us. We would love for you to do that. That's happening October 13th through the 17th in Kissimmee, Florida at Secrets Hideaway. Again, podbashevent.com. And you can find all of our other event information at members.frontporchswingers.com. Am I forgetting anything? Nope, you got it all. We have a lot of stuff planned, a lot of events. You can find us in a lot of different places. Denver, Portland, Florida. We're going to be all fucking over the place. So come and check it out. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you stay tuned for more hot fucking stories. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.